to go. Trillinger threw a hit, and now he's into it here. Gabrika, left wing touch pass, lining. Lining trying to walk around the defenseman, Lindgren, and scores! A pass to Nyquist, and quick to the What's up, everybody? How's it going? Welcome to another Brew Jackets episode where I'm your host, Lance, and my co-host here with me is Kevin Likes the Blue Jackets. Uh, for your audio listeners, that's his title on the stream here currently. Uh, thank you all for joining us as uh, you know we're about to talk about some crazy news. Crazy, crazy news coming up. I mean, it's been a wild week. Uh, there's been four games, there's been trades, there's been all sorts of things, but I didn't get to the chance to ask you before the show. How are you doing, Kevin? I'm doing good. Happy duck. Always Hell great yeah, brother. With the greatest duck of all time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been good because uh, I saw my nieces. And last night uh, I, I was at a, a local kind of bar restaurant in the town I live in in Illinois. It was my cousin's birthday. So we're celebrating with him. And I had a good Bert, you know, bacon cheeseburger. And um, was watching the Blue Jackets a little bit there on my phone. Then I got home and finished the game here. And, you know, it's just, it just, it just been great. It has just been great. And I said, I know I said this to you before the show started, but, uh, dude, that was just so fucking cool. The Blue Jackets posted your mm-hmm. parts. Like, Absolutely cool. We I need, was to, so, talk so about, we need to talk about this. We yeah. need to put this on the screen so people can see it. Well, uh, cool. I'll, I'll talk about this like a little personal note here um, first um, with uh, with my art. Before I do that, just because I got something new tonight, I want to review a, a do a brew review real quick. Right, right, let's go. I have Wicked Grove Hard Cider rosé yeah. i didn't know hard cider's came in rosé that's like a wine thing right it's white wine with like a little bit of like red stuff mixed in with it right <laughs> this is what it looks like it's pink Ooh, wow pink, nice and clear look at that really cool color it smells great too oh okay so the rosé is from grape then this too wow that's really good that's a little bit of a wine flavor but with like the bubbles of the cider no real aftertaste Interesting. Uh, Wicked Wicked Grove. I will try that one again. But now on to what I'm most excited about to share with y'all is uh, this is uh, well. So first and foremost, I have no affiliation directly with the CBJ. Our podcast has no affiliation with them. We talk about them, but we're not affiliated in any way. I did some art for them, though. I did some Valentine's Day art that I forgot to mention. Uh, earlier and i did uh i've done three posters and one of them finally got shared they only get shared if the blue jackets win the game and mine was for buffalo i was really worried after that first loss that we were never going to see this uh surface so yeah this is it uh i did a um uh you know i wanted to i guess so i looked up the schedule i knew it was like close ish to kids night and so i just wanted to like you know keep that kind of same theme or like a thing in mind you know that um you know one of the uh blue jackets like uh quotes is uh you know um it's actually just for the next generation um but i had the we fight for the next generation and whatnot on there and features a uh adult uh Union soldier holding a hockey stick, much like they may hold a, a rifle, uh, and a young drummer boy and, uh, representing the next generation. Um, and we're like we're about to witness this firsthand, you know, with some of the the prospects coming up here in the Blue Jackets. That's the next generation. And uh, I saw someone comment. This is so nice. They're like, "Wow, this really hit home because I took my son to a seven year old son to his first game." Um, the other night and i was like dude that's awesome i'm pretty glad about that but once again that was posted on the blue jackets twitter page no affiliation with them i wish but 
Uh, I don't think we're that cool yet. <laughs> uh, but but one day, someday. And uh, keep an eye out for my other two posters. I won't tell you who the teams are or, or show them to you, but keep an eye out for it. And we may have, uh, you know, I'll may, I'll hopefully I'll be able to share those here in the future. I know everyone's like, oh, we, we wanted to like, oh, what's up, Matt? How you doing, man? Hello, Matt. Hello. Like everyone wants to like tank for Bedard, and so they don't want wins anymore. But like I, for me personally, I need these wins because I, I just need them to like sh- show. Um, yeah, I just want to show off my posters. Trouble Wubba Hub twenty four says, "Oh no, we suck again." What's new, bro? Um, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, so I just want to share with that with you all. Uh, thanks. I appreciate your your comments as well, Kevin. I do. Um, Keep an eye out for the next ones. Listen, people, go to the Blue Jackets Twitter page and check that out. You need to see that. Go check that out. It's so cool. I love it. It fits perfectly with the Blue Jackets Civil War theme, the Union soldiers, hockey stick, the Union soldier playing the drums. Mm -hmm. It's just so good. Everyone, please go check that out on the Blue Jackets Twitter page. Just check it out. Yeah, and uh, dude, Facebook actually has a lot more interaction than their Twitter page does. And dude, I'm just so enthused that one of my posters could get that many likes on something. I mean, I've had other pieces of art get a lot of likes, nothing like that before. So thank you, Blue Jackets, for uh, inviting me to um, to share this and whatnot. So, but leading that leads me into some, I'll say oh, one more thing. Is go ahead. I've seen one of the. Yeah, I'm not going to say mm-hmm. what it is, but I've seen. One of the other arts that Hefty Duck has done, and it's so cool, and I genuinely hope <laughs> the Blue Jackets win so people can see it because, oh, my God, it's so dang yeah. cool. Just, yeah. yeah. Actually, I think I might have given away who one of my posters is for already, but I won't share it until maybe like the day of. But that's why this game tonight, I'm, I'm, this game against Buffalo where they, they won 5-3 uh, to three, was uh, – uh, wild already as it was, but then it had a little extra meaning for me um, because I wanted to win. Um, so uh, let's just go ahead and jump right into talking about some last games. Let's talk. Let's go back to the first game against the Wild real quick. We're going to work our way forward, and then we're going to talk about the recent trades, um, and then we're going to talk about like some fun stuff, some uh, whatever. But so so for. Was it the first wild game? This is, was Billy Sweezy in for th- the first wild game or the second one? He got in second. Second. Okay, cool. I have some other things to, to add to that game then too. Because um, I, I love me some Billy Sweezy. But yeah, going back to the first wild game, uh, Jackets lost 2-0 uh, this is, at home. It, that was just kind of a blah game because it just it's like they had their chances. It's just they weren't really, um, you know – getting a lot of shots inside and then, you know, Flurry's just being Flurry, being a good goalie Dude, where he can, just, where he can just goalie people and just be like, shoot like 50 goalie shots. bully. <laughs> right. And just shoot like 50 shots at the dude. And he stops all over and it's like, well, you tried, but he's just better that day. And, you know, Jonas Corpusala, he's done that as well this season too. So it's like, you know, it, it happens. And yeah, Hey, you know, I'm so sorry. I just I wrote there. I just got some some sort of breaking news here, and the only reason I mentioned this is because tons of people were talking about Chikrin coming to the Blue Jackets. Did you see this right. already, Kev? Yeah. So basically, that news is done. He's off he's to, off the to Arizona. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. He's off to the Ottawa Senators this year. Wow. Off he goes. Uh, congrats to him. Too bad. I mean, I didn't think Blue Jackets were ever in the running for him at all anyway, just because it's not something that we need right now. But anyway, just wanted to bust that out there. So anyway, real quick, because I want to I'm gonna buzz through this real quick because I really want to get to the meat of this, which is the, yeah. the, the trades coming up. Uh, the the trades second, have already happened. Of course, then the second game was uh, the Blue Jackets played pretty good against the Oilers. They build a 4 nothing lead. Oh, and they, pretty and good. They, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then they blow the four goal lead. <laughs> like, oh fuck! But that, but you know what? To their credit, in the third period, they battled uh, back and they won that game six five. And you know, Krill Marchenko had a two goal night. Jack Rosovic a four point night, two goals to assist. Point night. One of the players that got the Kepi and just you know, Jonas Corposalo was just outstanding in that game. Stood on and, his head. You know, those three players, it was a big reason why the Blue Jackets, you know, won that game. 
Then, yeah, you know, the nice. next game that Sunday against the Wild, uh, Billy okay. his NHL debut. So this is what I wanted to say about that. So Sweezy had his uh, debut. He's back to the Monsters currently. Um, so uh, that was his first NHL game. That game was Eric Goodbranson's 700th NHL game. Yep. Congrats to Eric Goodbranson on 700 games in the NHL. Amazing. Love to see it. Uh, I know a lot of people love to bitch and moan about whatever with whoever, but personally, I love Grabranson. I think he's a great addition to this team. Uh, it's also weird to me that he, I, I view him as like being older than me, even though he's a year younger than me. Right. Is that not right. like he's, he's, your, he's your age, right? Right. Because yeah. you're like exactly one year younger than me. Like, just weird. I always think, like, he, but congrats to him. Um, uh, congrats to him. And then that was also Bay Ruthers. 100th NHL game. So congratulations to him. Um, yes, yes. Gavin Bayruther. Uh what a what a great uh great night. So um uh for the or that was or is that yeah. the wild game? Shit. Yeah, and basically it might have been at the wild game. Yeah. And um you know it just comes down that game was the blue jackets played two good periods winning two nothing and then it just kind of went down the toilet after that and it's just not before uh, you know kind of unfortunate how that happened but you know it's stuff stuff happens like that you know but then the blue jackets they've been on the flip side of that where they don't play two good periods and they play one good third period and they yeah. win so it's like you know it happens yeah. in the nhl stuff like and that happens. they didn't have good for two games there the, yeah. the I said, wait, did we go over this last podcast? Because yeah. like, okay, okay, yeah. It, he came back then, so he got. Someone pointed out that he got a, a very few minutes last night, um, and uh, but it was a great, great fought game against the Wild at the Wild. Um, unfortunately, they did lose three to two, which it is what it is. They, they, I think they played really well that game, but. Yeah. Uh, also, that was uh, an overtime loss. So yeah. they got a point. People are mad they got a point because Bedard, whatever. You know what? Like, dude, it, winning is absolutely more important than Connor Bedard. And here's why. Uh, hot take time. Um, it's great for the mentality of the players. One, they need that. It, I think it will help, especially with all these trades that have been happening, pieces coming, pieces going. I think it will help them gel a little bit better together as well. And, and yeah, and just that's it. That's uh, the mentality of the players uh, is much more important than the possibility of someone who, like, albeit is probably going to be amazing, but there's a chance that he, he'll just flop. You never know. Right. You just never know. Um, so that's why, uh, you know. And then a perfect that, thing is, you need learn, you know, learning examples of how to win games. And Saturday, this past Saturday's game was a perfect example of that, where you play pretty good, you're up four nothing, you blow the four goal lead, it's tied up at four. That would have been a killer for them if they had lost that game. Yeah. But, but they found a way to win that game, and now you can use that as a teaching moment to say, "Hey, this is." How you know you, you didn't you blew that lead, but you came back to you fought back and you won that game. It's important that you know how to win in different situations and different moments and different games. So, um, we will talk about this more. But Trouble Wubba Hub 24 on YouTube asks, Do we want quick to stick around? And my answer is not, not if he's going to be unhappy. No, dude, he's a legend, uh, in the sport, he's a legend from in, in LA. Dude, Yarmo said it too that he's gonna try to do right for, by him as much as he possibly can right now, um, and I don't blame him. I mean, that's I would rather have someone who's maybe like not as good, like at least be happy here. Like we, you get traded from an actual like a definite playoff contender to the last team in in the league, like your oh your final contract year. He's been with the LA Kings for 16 years. Can you believe that? And you know what? I, pieces got to move when they got to move. And Jonas Corposalo was a great pickup for them. But like I yeah. said, we'll get into that here in just a little bit. I want to talk about um, the win from last night. Um, wow. We, we, we talked a, a little bit. Um, uh, yeah. It, it just, uh, you know, it was. <laughs> 
a similar story to the game on Sunday, except they won that game where they played two good periods and then ooh, third period not looking so good, almost blow, blew it there, but they found, found they came back to stick with it and they win it. But most importantly, Eric Robinson gets his first ever NHL hat trick. So great game by Eric Robinson. Dude, E-Rob with the hattie. Holy smokes. I did not have, like, would I have ever guessed that was going to happen? Not in a million years. Sorry, Eric Robinson. You're a great player, and you deserve recognition for this. But I'm just saying, man, like, you've never had yeah. one before. Like, a randomly against, um, of all teams, the Buffalo Sabres, whom we lost to 9-4 earlier in the year. Come on. And then on top of that, you got a dude that basically like 99% of the time when he shoots it, it's wider than that. So for that dude to get a hat trick is just outstanding. Yeah. And also, <laughs> like, uh, so there's something odd about uh, the last night's game that I did see is someone uh, mentioned that Gaudreau only had like 13 minutes in that game. And, you know, he, he just did come back from being hurt. Um, I saw him. Now, I was discussing this with uh, another uh, person on, on Twitter earlier that I remember seeing him get hit hard in a recent game, not the one that put him out against Dallas, but like, I think it was literally, it was like, it was the Oilers. I think like he got hit like a game or two ago, like hard. He stayed in the game. He played, but like, even still, if you're, you know, you're not a hundred percent, but you're Johnny Gaudreau. I mean, maybe like, you know, play the next game, just sit out a little bit more, which is what they did. So I hope he's all right. I hope everything goes well with him. Um, if he needs to take any more games off, please, please just do it. This is not the season to to, to put yourself in harm's way. It's not the season to to be a, be hardcore um, going through it. Um, but what a game, dude! What a game! A hat trick, and Eric, absolutely crazy. And um, Eric, Eric Robinson was the one that got the capping last. Oh night. yeah, that, perfect. Because uh, Mister Listkeeper of the Kepi list. We actually have two new Kepi winners since the last time we saw you guys last yes. Wednesday. So uh, fire them off and say what, what happened. Okay, so the two most recent Kepi winners are Jack Roslevic and Eric Robinson. And Jack Roslevic had a four-point night against the Edmonton Oilers this past Saturday. Two goals, two assists, four points. Who would have seen that one coming either? Holy shit. And, uh, and you know... He got he got fifty he he raised his goals by fifty percent from what they were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Um, no, but credit to him, he played a great game. Two goals, two assists, four assists for a four point night, and he get and he gets the cappy. Good for him. And then, as we just said, Eric Robinson last night played a great game, got his first ever NHL hat trick, and because of that, he gets he gets the cappy this season. So. Those are the latest people to, you know, get get the cappy. Hell yeah. And if you um, want to see the full list, just go to Union Blue Soldiers, uh, you know, on our Twitter page and check that out. You know, see, it's like right there. Mm-hmm. So go check that out if you want to see Go like it, list. share it, love it. We appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, what a... What a crazy couple of weeks that we got going on here. Um, so, you know, we'll talk. I think there's like a couple of things I might add about those games here later in the episode, but I really want to get to the meat of this episode um, right after this ad break. See you guys on the other side of this, and I'll be right with you. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. Um, so as we discussed last week, um, you know, as we are both uh, 
luckily there's only one basketball team in Ohio that we support. Okay, uh, so, okay. and they've been doing great. Their next game is against the Boston Celtics, who have been uh, doing very well this year. Even though the Cavs have been doing well, the Celtics have been doing better. Uh, not sure on the exact odds, but judging by their records, uh, you know, I don't want to like bet against my, like, the team I like, but you know, it's uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. look up the odds, check them out on DraftKings. There, they'll be. Um, They'll, they'll be there for you. And as oh, you know, sports betting is legal in Ohio now. Utilize that with our code THPN. Download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code THPN. Wait, what is this? I just read this. Hold on. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. Oh. Show notes for details. Yeah, check out my notes for all the details on that. Um, you know, but um, interesting. Uh, maybe we'll look into that as to why. Um, but yeah, check out the, the disclaimer down below. And uh, if you have a gambling problem, please seek help. Um, you can Google it. You can check the disclaimer for help links as well. So... Now on to the meat, the juicy news. We saw three of Columbus's finest off to other teams this week very recently. And um, I don't know about this first one. So the first one to go was uh, Gus Nyquist. He was traded to the Wild for Boston's uh, fifth-round pick. The, the pick the wild picked up from Boston. Yeah. And um, while I believe that's kind of light for a veteran like Gustav, he's also um, <laughs> Kevin Valentine comments on our YouTube, the CBJ. <laughs> Every time. Uh, you know, it's also, it's a little light, but hey, you know what? He's a, he's a UFA after the season. It's better than nothing. It could just be nothing. He could just have like been like, nah, fuck it, and just walked away, yeah. right? Yeah. So at least it's it's something, and it, we have so many picks in this draft. I'm so looking forward to the draft here soon as well. I also think that hit Gustav Nike was being hurt kind of hurts that as well. Well, okay, so I saw some news that the NHL is going to be like scrutinizing teams picking up LTIR uh, players. In the hopes that, like, they're you know, they're they'll not they'll not be affected by the cap and they'll be healthy come playoff time, not by the end of the season. Nyquist is like supposed to be healthy by the end of the season, so he'll he'll, he'll play here. I don't think for the Blue Jackets he would have played another game in the regular season. There's no yeah. reason to, you know, yeah. don't re hurt yourself. But for the Wild, I'm sure he's going to play, get some of that time and get you know playing with the. Um, yeah. with the wild and whatnot. Talking from a you know from a from a trade perspective, they probably could have gotten more if he wasn't hurt. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I'd agree with that. Yeah. And yeah, if he had you know like 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 some recent like couple weeks like some baller games, make his trade value go up and everything too, like like Corpy did basically. Oh. <laughs> um, which is uh, another interesting. So anyway, uh, good luck to you, Gus Nyquist at the Wild. I'll be rooting you on. Uh, I hope you get a chance to compete in the playoffs this year, and that you do well. Um, you know, as a as a veteran player, as a uh, former Blue Jacket, we appreciate you. Go ahead and do well on with your life. Uh, thanks, Kev, for the uh, comment here on Twitch as well. He says CBJ with exclamation <laughs> points behind it. I'm not going to yell that one. So. On to the next two trades, and what do you th- what did you what do you really think about this? We have. Uh, Vladislav Gavrikov and Jonas Corposalo traded both to the LA Kings for a first round, a conditional first round pick, a third round pick, and Jonathan Quick, a legend of 16 years. Like what we just mentioned earlier, Chubba Wub's um, question that they asked in chat here. Um, they had asked, would we. You know, do do we see the Blue Jackets keeping quick? And um, like, there's already trade rumors out for him. Mm-hmm. 
basically they're look the trade rumors are with Vegas, which yeah. is direct competitor to LA. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not the thing is is I understand the blue jackets are gonna most likely gonna get rid of Jonathan Quick, but when I first heard it, I was okay with it because you know what? He's not as good as he used to be, but he's still a good goalie. He's been that way for years. He helped the, the Kings win two Stanley Cups. When he played for America in the Olympics for hockey, he was good there. And he's a good veteran guy for goalie that could help teach Elvis Merzlikens or right. Jack Greaves or Daniil Tarasov something. I think that would have been a really great matchup for Elvis just to have someone like that um, next to him. And have, being like, even though he's second string, he'd be like a leader for Elvis to you know, example to follow in a way as well, too. I think that would have been awesome. I, I also but, think, in like you know, because the Blue Jackets are going to have some back-to-backs coming up here, and I also think that that from a back-to-back perspective, having Elvis Merzlikens and Jonathan Quick is much better than having Elvis Merzlikens and Jet Greaves, knowing that Tarasov is hurt, and even if he does get healthy, they're going to want to keep him down in Cleveland. Yeah, right, because so – I forgot to mention this earlier. Chinikov is back healthy. Carson Meyer is back healthy. They were sent down to the Cleveland Monsters. So, I, yes, it's maybe for conditioning, but also, like, the, this just could help them get a real shot at the AHL playoffs as well, too. And and, and with, like, players like Chinikov in there, dude, he's, I can just see him going and dominating. I mean, you get him in there with uh, with the Eurocheck, like, pfft, game over, dude. It was, game I mean, it was only one game, but he played in one game in the, with the Monsters last season, and he played really good, and he scored a goal. And it's not just that Chinakov scored a goal. It's he scored the goal with the just patented shot that he's really good at, where he just shoots it, and boom, it's in the back of the net. And the goalie's looking at it like, wait, what? How, he's got one happen? of the fastest wristers I've ever seen. I mean, he can slap shot too, sure. I mean, he's an amazing player, but his wrister is like one of the weirdest shots I've ever seen because it's it's so fast. It's so mm-hmm. unpredictable to me, and I think it makes him such a great also um, something to consider. And player. something to consider here is that it's probably better for Chinikov to be playing in Cleveland right now because when you look at who's taken over those second line spots between Sillinger. Kent Johnson and Jack Rosovic, you're not taking those guys out. So it's better for Chinakov to be down there so he can have that first line, second line minutes. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, that was the other thing I was thinking with with, with seeing Nyquist uh, gone. Unfortunately, he was already out due to injury. But then seeing, um, you know, some of the, like, the the people, like, making, make the, like, making room for some younger people. Because there is so much amazing young talent. That's what they've been focusing on this last two years, as opposed to their main like starters as much, even though they're great players and they'll be here when, you know, when the team, when some of those young guys comes up too. like we need like getting them some minutes. Uh, I mean, we talked about in another podcast, we talked about how um, playing the AHL and playing in the minors is, is so important to their development, um, their, their education of the game. Um, their like abilities just in general, and um, but at the same time, now that it's getting close to the end of the season. You know, games already don't matter as much to us, <laughs> um, but then giving some like uh, seeing Billy Sweezy in his first game, uh, I like his play style a lot. He is one tough motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He doesn't back down from anything. Like, I mean, it, I could imagine even like like he could like if he were on a different team, have like Olivier in his face, and he'd just be drawn right back at him. From what I've seen of the monsters, um, and uh, oh, Chubba Wub brings up a great point here in chat. Uh, he says, or they say, uh, if these young players pan out, we're gonna be lethal with them around Line and Goudreau, Yurichek, Matejchuk, Svozel. Uh, that's just to name a couple, because there are some some, some other talent that, like uh. In the uh, QMJHL, there's some other talent in the ECHL, like um, Pavel Chayan, they got goalkeeper. They, they got talent from Russia that's going to be coming up pretty quick here in the big oh, one. Who's that guy? Veronik or what was that guy's name? Dmitry Voronkov. Voronkov. Voronik's a totally different player. <laughs> Basically seen as a bigger version of Boone Jenner, which is good. 
which I've been seeing a bunch of people throwing his name around in the trade rumors, and like I, I don't no. see that one happening. And this is not a. And the reason for that is because for years now, there's a certain list of people that the, the prospects have that other teams have asked about, and Baronkov is one of those people. And every time Yarmo Kekalainen has said no. <laughs> Yeah, Chubb. Uh, Chubb says they've done a brilliant job building this team for years to come. It, that's why, like, yeah, it, I don't, I don't love to see the team that I cheer for and love uh, lose and have a losing season. But the future is bright. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And if you're forward thinking, and if you're looking at what Yarmo's done these past few years, if you look at like the amount of of picks he gets every year, he, we have. Currently, we have two first-round picks. He's not going to give away the Blue Jackets' first one, but he may give away the LA one in some sort of trade, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I think the, the Blue Jackets are better off being sellers than buyers in this trade right. deadline era. And, then, um, and also, we've said this on the show before, in terms of development, people say, oh, how, how come Kirill Marchenko didn't start with the Blue Jackets? Well, it's a similar thing. It's like... He played in he, Europe. He only ever knew European... Right, that's right. You know, you play, you, you, he's from Russia, and you're playing on the bigger ice surface. So yeah. That's going to take some time to get used to. But on top of that, it's like Chinakov. These are guys that are better suited to be first-line, second-line guys that need to be playing that. And you're not – you know, Marchenko's case, you're not. he's not going to be playing that to start the season. Who are you going to take out of the lineup to put him up there? The answer, you're not. So it's better suited for Marchenko to be down in Cleveland, getting those first-line, second-line minutes. And he did really good there. He earned a shot with the Blue Jackets. And guess what? He now has really good here, too. Guess what? He now has first-line, second-line minutes with the Blue Jackets. Yeah. That's and, a, and, and you know, like like the spot wasn't there. Like we would have had to move someone, but so, like they, they moved themselves through unfortunately injury. Right. You know, and so that's why we're seeing and 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 then also too, I mean, Goudreau's got a, a pretty lengthy contract. We have uh we have uh line A for the next like two years, right? After this three. season? Three. Three. We have three. line A for the next three years. So like that's those time periods are crucial. And I do believe we're gonna see uh you know, the Blue Jackets were one of the youngest teams in the NHL this year already. We're gonna see them being young for a few years to come. But I think that's all right. I think we're going to see some some really uh, competitiveness from the Blue Jackets. And as I mentioned before in another podcast, look, I understand all the hate Merzlikens gets. He's literally the 69th ranked goalie out of 69. Nice. <laughs> in the NHL this year. I get it. I, As I mentioned, though, he's a professional. Yep. There's no reason that a professional with all the health help and everything they have around them cannot turn themselves around. I believe he's out of that funk. Yep. I believe he is physically able to play great and mentally able to play great. And, you know, I just think like once we get the defense right, man, that's going to be, a, he's going to be a, a, a force to reckon with. I think next season's going to be a huge comeback for him. It's definitely going to be better than this season. In my opinion, yep, I don't know that for sure yet. <laughs> but he's credit to Elvis Merzlikens. He's been really good recently. Sorry for the burp. Chubba Wubba also says here, uh, Sillinger, they really believe in, uh, really think he can be great. Yeah, that's a great point. So we already have some young people too. Kent Johnson playing great. Um, Nick Blankenberg playing great. Now, Nick's 22 already. So he's a little bit older than the rest of the guys, but, or maybe he's 23. I don't know. He's around there. Yeah. And then, um, we got uh, Cole Sillinger, of course. Uh, he's having a little bit of a slump this year, but that's another one too where I think he'll dig himself out. Uh, I really do. I mean, he come, like his brother's playing for the Monsters. His dad was, uh, you know, an NHL or two. Uh, with that support system he has around him, along with professional coaching. And, uh, okay, so here, I don't want to go around starting shit, but... I heard uh, there's a rumor about Cole Sillinger and Tate McRae breaking up. Do you? Oh, sorry, first, do you know who Tate McRae is? It's a Canadian singer, like she's real famous. I don't know. I've ever heard of her. I never really listened to it, but yeah, yeah. I, I know of her through people from Twitter mostly. But um, oh, yeah. 
and it's really uh, because people, you know, Blue Jackets Twitter post stuff about Cole Sillinger and the girlfriend, and it's like, oh, now I know who that person is. Before you're like, right. I have no idea. But um, so anyway, you know, he was out a game uh, a few games ago for illness, and I saw someone. I don't. I'm assuming they were joking, but uh, like this breakup might have happened really recently, and you know what? If you need a mental health day for especially something that can be as serious as that, if that's super serious to you, then take one by all means. Mental health, especially during this season, like, come on. I mean, just take care of your business and well, jackets will still be here. <laughs> um, and, and from Sildur, it's not from a lack of effort. He's trying, he's trying really hard. He's just not getting the chances. And the perfect example, you know, the game against Toronto where they won that game 4 3, he, he shot it. And you know every I'm thinking you know everyone's thinking all right he scored a goal yay oh nope sorry it pounced off a Kenneth Johnson stick and it goes <laughs> yeah right um, and that young line's been been great this year too I love to see it love to see it so um, all so just to cap off this or not even cap it off I just want to get this out there real quick um, good luck Corpusalo and Gabrikov. Thank you very much for all the years you have given to the Blue Jackets. We applaud you. Uh, we appreciate your time spent here. Uh, we love you to bits. I would have rather seen some extensions for both players, but uh, business is what business is. Um, I heard that, heard, read. I read that it was possibly, uh, so with Gavrikov, they were okay on salary, but they weren't okay on term, meaning length of the contract that they couldn't come to agreements on. I, that baffles me a little bit and, and just makes me wonder like why I guess give them up if you don't necessarily have to, like, I feel like something else could have worked around that. Um, Although we have their sellers, the blue jackets have a lot of defenseman prospects coming up in the next year or two. True. You have to be careful with that. And, the Blue Jackets uh, currently, through all their injuries and everything, have a lot of cap space to work with. Yeah. They could wield that yet by Friday. They could be a, a deal broker for someone else and get maybe another pick or like maybe some like uh, conditional picks or money or whatever. They could be a they could definitely be a broker and help someone else get their trade done because they have the cap space to do it. Give us a prospect or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, give us like a, a first round, like a second round pick, or the equivalent player. Yeah, that you already have, yeah. you know, um, something like that, just for being able to take like half of someone's salary or something like that. Because we may see that with Quick as well too. Uh, yeah. To get him to a competitive team, they might have to retain some salary because that is like a five point eight. Yeah, it's expensive. Like cap hit, which is yeah. more than Corpy. I'm yeah. uh, sorry, which is way more than Corpy, but it's more than Elvis. Elvis is like a five point. Yeah two yeah. or five yeah. million cap hit. Um, but um, yeah, you know, I will personally, I will be cheering for the LA Kings this year. I will also be cheering for um, uh, Nyquist and in, in, in the wild. Um, you know, I posted something funny. I don't know. I hope people got it. So, you know, Nick Foligno's brother, Marcus Foligno plays for the wild, right? You know what his nickname is? No. His nickname is Moose. Oh, and so that's why I posted on Twitter. I posted Goose, meaning Gus. That's his nickname. Yeah. The yeah. Goose is loose, uh, uh, ready to run the wild with the moose, or something like that. So that's why I'm, I capital like, Moose is Marcus Flino's nickname, and so I thought it was funny because it rhymed and whatnot. So, uh, you know, let me know uh, in the comments what y'all think of my uh, of my joke. Uh, you know, I'm not sure if you can comment on audio. Maybe you can. If you can, let me know. Uh, I'd love to see if anyone can comment on audio somehow. But um, yeah, so good luck to all of them. I hope to see them well, uh, do well, and I hope they all get great contracts after this year's over. Uh, if they were ever to come back to Blue Jackets, I'd be ecstatic. Um, you know, it would be awesome. But um, here's to the future. Cheers to that. You know, the mention you mentioned earlier that the Blue Jackets, you know, not direct, they don't, they get it not directly get a pick from Boston, but a Boston pick that Minnesota had. And it's interesting how it all works out because 
for a, a week now. It was all believed up. Oh, the Blue Jackets are going to give Vladislav Gavrikov to Boston, mm-hmm. and it, it, it kept getting picking up steam hotter, 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 and it was getting to that point towards like, oh, it's probably going to happen. <laughs> and then Boston, with some little shenanigans at the last moment, said, no, we're not going to do that and go trade with Washington, which means no draft pick that they would have gotten in that deal. But then they do the Nyquist deal, and they get a pick that originally belonged to <laughs> Boston. So it's like it all comes full It's kind of ironic. Um, and, you know, uh, a lot of people were complaining that, like, what, like, Oh, that didn't go through, and this and that, whatever. Like they're they're complaining to the like the one of the insiders out there. I'm not gonna name a name because I'm not necessarily a big fan of them. Um, but uh, they're all like jumping on uh on him, being like, "Why did you report it this way? Because like it wasn't in stone." It's like, dude, they're reporting the news, the news as it happens. You know what? So I'm honestly I'm defending the defending the person I don't, I don't like. But so like, you know they uh. They're just like just like last night. Um, the the news broke about Corpy and Gavrikov at like like a midnight one in the morning, yeah. and I posted that last night. I actually, so my news source, so I follow um NHL uh, accounts from around the world, like Germany. So my news came directly from a NHL uh, a Czech a Czechia NHL uh Twitter. Um, that was because I, I looked it up. I saw murmurs of it around, and nobody knew exactly what the trade was. I looked it up, and yeah, I just used Google Translate, and that's how I found out there was a first round pick involved. Um, so pretty funny, pretty funny. But yeah, it's I mean, dude, you know, it's trade trade season. Yeah. It's yeah. everyone, including us. I fall victim to it too. Loves the um, I don't know how to say it otherwise. Like the kind of clickbaitiness of it. It's right. very interesting because I'm I'm out there like searching everything I can, um, you know, from anybody I can. And you want and people, you know, they want you know st- want to stupidly get mad at the Blue Jackets of Yarmo for what happened with the oh, Boston God. thing, and it's like that's not the Blue Jackets' fault. That's Yarmo's fault. That's Boston's fault for their stupid shenanigans, telling the Blue Jackets that there's a deal in place, and then you pull this garbage at the last moment because. You know, you tell that to Yarmo, and he's he's planning this. Okay, I'm not going to play Gavrikov. I'm going to hold him out. I have him for this deal. And then you do this shenanigan garbage, and it's like, no. If you're upset about that situation, put your frustration and be upset at the Boston yeah. Bruins for those shenanigans. Not who did the they? Do you know who? Do you remember who who they who they picked up instead? I totally I'm blowing my mind. Was it Tanner? Right. No, it's uh, Dimitri Orlov. Oh, Orlov from the Caps, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what a good pickup. I almost actually picked up Orlov for my fantasy team, which, dude, these trades need to end so my fantasy team can just, like, be normal right now. Like, I'm getting sick of it. Like, uh, you know, I had Corpus Allo on my fantasy team. I, I have um, uh, I had Timo Meyer. I got um, – I have Shikran on my team, too. I need him to play. He's been out for, like, three weeks. Like, damn. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I've got – oh, did you see Hronik got traded? Yep, yep. Uh, from Detroit to uh, Vancouver. Oh, Vancouver, the Canucks, which is I thought was a weird trade because are either those two teams really even in like playoff contention? I looked it up earlier. But but then Vancouver today took Corona and sent them to the New York Islanders. Oh, so they they basically. Yeah, they're basically trying to do what the Blue Jackets are doing, trying to do with Jonathan Quick. It's yeah. like, bye, bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, excellent. I mean, that well, ex- excellent for the, the Canucks. Um, you know, I saw that, you know, they're one of the, the hockey guy on YouTube. They're one of his, like, favorite teams uh, that yeah. he grew up watching. And uh, he said it was very surprising to him that the Canucks are deciding to uh, look and, and trade for picks this year as opposed to, you know, just going for that that – that top line, um, you know, possibly short contracts for older players that are better and whatever. Good for them. So I just want to end on a couple fun things, unless you have any other things that you want to just throw out there um, about these last four games or trades or whatever have you take it away, Kev. So it just, again, another, uh, there's been three different articles that have come out for by Aaron Port's line, basically confirming what all of us, well, I shouldn't say all of us, but what most of us know that hockey games could happen at the shoe if Gene Smith would stop with the plumbing excuses. And it's just so, and 
it's so frustrating. But what I love is that more and more people are calling this out as for what it really is. You see the comments just going after Gene Smith, and it's just great to see it because it just it just really needs to stop. And I'm not saying that it has to happen now. It could happen two, three, four, five, ten years from now. But just be honest and say that you just don't want it and drop with the plumbing excuses. That's they want someone else to foot the bill, which is basically pay them money because of it's eight million to to what to winterize some shit. There's yeah. no way that can cost more than like one or two. Maybe I'm totally could be totally wrong on that. I have no clue. Yeah, I don't know because they're not very Wait. transparent about it. No, they're not. Show me some details. Show me how you're planning. Are you working on this anyway? Because you're already doing shit in the winter, like almost. Are you already working on this plan itself? Yeah. And do you just want $8 million from somebody? Is that really what it is? I think that's what it is. Yeah. Because I I bet there's a nice little bonus in there for a certain someone. If (laughs) No, but seriously, and a a lot of points that people keep bringing this up, which I think is a good one, is that, my personal opinion, I don't think the winterized thing is is real. I think it's an excuse. But for just this moment, let's just pretend it is a thing. A lot of people have been bringing up: is it is it is it really that bad of a difference that you're having games in like November and December that you can't do it then or January? Like it was fifty five today in Ohio, yeah. March first. What if the game was just now? You know what I mean? Like it really yeah. would be like, yeah, you have to keep the ice cold. But like seriously, what what about in March when it's like yeah. forty degrees out and shit like yeah. that? Like, come on, dude. It, it <laughs> and you know, and this whole plumbing excuse thing looks so bad when you don't even let Ohio State use it. You send them to Cleveland to go play it. Which it's, kudos to them. Yeah. Because first energy stadium is I've never really been there, but it's huge. Yeah, you know, and so kudos to the Browns. Um, you know, I grew up, I guess, a fanish kind of. I don't even watch football. Um, and I know they're not popular down south uh, Ohio, but um, kudos to them, and I really appreciate them because Saturday we're gonna see Chinikov play at the Monsters game at First Energy yeah. Stadium in Cleveland. Yes, they're gonna yes. do an outdoor game there too. It really. It's a, it's a credit to the Browns for understanding the bigger picture, which is, hey, if I, we do this at our event, it, uh, we do this these hockey games at our event, it not only helps us, but it helps out other sports teams. It helps out the economy and this whole thing. And it's amazing what happens when you don't use excuses and you get what which gets, you know, when you don't use excuses, you can get stuff done and put your mind to it. But unfortunately, Gene Smith is stuck with the plumbing excuses. So it's you get unfortunate. That extra revenue in the off season. You get extra eyes on your stadium. You get people from all over Ohio coming there and in the surrounding states too, because there was a Michigan game there. Now it's going to be the Scranton Penguins, which is you know Penn, Scranton, Pennsylvania, and uh, or school, Scranton Wilkes Bar, Bar here in West Virginia. Really? I, I think that's where that is. That's very possible because that's all up in the same. Uh, real quick, Chubb says, Chubba Wubba Hub 24 says, well, I think you're right, Kevin, because college football is expanding playoffs and they're already talking about games at the shoe in January because right. the shoe is one of the most iconic college football stadiums mm. out there. And yeah. of course you'd want to have like a playoff game there. Yeah, it might be cold. Right. Fuck it. Like, dude, right. it's not the final. You know, it can be cold. They're play, they're, they're, they they dealt with it their whole life. Like, and listen, I just have to I just have to mention our good friend Bjork Swag Owen, who's been on the show before. Yeah, he, Bjork Swag. Bjork Swag, love our guy Owen. Good guy. We're twenty YOLO. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just had to throw I, he he put out a tweet out recently, which is just, in my opinion, puts this thing out perfectly, which is calling out Gene Smith for his plumbing excuses, which is he said. I'm reading the tweet now. Quote, if I had $8 million, I'd pay it just for Gene Smith to stop making shit-ass excuses. Bro wants playoff games at the shoe and won't say the plumbing excuses. The second it's hockey, it's, well, we need money. Right. <laughs> like, uh, dude, 
Ohio State is literally the one team you will find like merch for in the entire state of Ohio. Right. Maybe not directly in a college town, like it'd be, but even if you're in Bowling Green, Ohio, yeah. and you saw someone with an Ohio State shirt on, it's not weird. You'd be no. like, Ohio State fan, because you've, it's Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, like, dude, I right. live in the like. There's not a college for miles around me. No one here, like that. Okay, so the other people that I know who have gone to Ohio State, they're they're not near me, but everyone around here is an Ohio State fan. Like. They just, that's their thing, man. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, they gotta be making money, is my point. They gotta right. be making fuck tons can, of money. Yeah. You can't stop using the poor excuses, Gene Smith. Stop using the plumbing <laughs> excuses. Let's get this done. Let's get this done. It's totally embarrassing when places like Wrigley Field, Fenway Park, and Michigan's Big House are all right? are all really like ninety to plus, ninety to hundred plus years old. They figured out having hockey games and didn't use plumbing excuses. It's and, very sad, and disappointing that you're using plumbing excuses. Yeah, and especially uh, yeah, yeah, just for many many reasons we could go on. So you mentioned at the very beginning that all right, I'll bring this up just very very quickly, very slightly since it's the episode. Uh, end of the episode. From the Brew Jackets account, I didn't get to see those tweets from Aaron Port's line. The Brew Jackets official account is blocked by him because the Brat Pack, as we brought up in before, this is some dumb, Twitter, some dumb Twitter drama. So sorry for anyone out there who thinks this is, this is stupid. But we got blocked because I, I saw Brat Pack comment and I, I, I made a comment in Aaron Portsline's defense. And Brat Pack blocked me, and then someone below commented on it. Anyway, we're blocked, but you know, no hard fear feelings, Aaron. Like uh, it's, you know, sorry if whatever I posted offended you or whatever. I don't know. Just had to air that out real quick, yeah, just no. because. Just silly, but um, I can still see it from my main account <laughs> and my burner. Yeah, yeah. See if you can guess uh, what account that is. Um, so I want to go over, uh, just a couple fun things at the very end. Uh, I put them at the very end because they're not as in, like as critical of information. Um, so, uh, from, the, from the games this week, uh, the Oilers game, it was kids day and they had all, they had mascots from around Ohio. Uh, but they also had like uh, what victory green from Dallas stars. Uh, one of, uh, uh, stingers friends because they're both green, right? And um, the Blackhawks mascot. They ha- oh yeah, and Tommy Hawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're friends just because. Uh, uh, yeah, I think they fly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so uh, then they also had um, uh, the Reds ball. Yeah, yeah, ball Mr. man. What's his name? Mister Red Legs. Mister Red Legs. That's what I knew. It was something legs, but yeah. I couldn't figure out what it was. Um, Mister Red Legs. And then what was the? Uh, what's the? The tiger, the bang, oh. the Bengals mascot. Who day? Who day? Okay, and they had uh, the dog, Chomps. the Browns, Chomps. That's his name. Okay, okay, yeah. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Uh, and along with the wonderful, amazing Stinger. Unfortunately, I did not. You know, Brutus couldn't make it, and unfortunately, um, Slider couldn't make it from the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, Slider was participating in spring training, I guess. <laughs> They couldn't make the, it. They had the Cavs mascot. Oh yeah, right. The Cavs mascot. Uh Cavalier guy. Sir, I don't know what his name is. Sir CC. Sir CC. Yeah. Oh, for Cleveland Cavs. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Best thing out of Cleveland. Yeah, and, and that's the thing I like about that is that when they're doing these things, they they get representation from both the Cincinnati and the Cleveland teams. And it's the NHL in general. So that was honestly, I thought that was so cool. Tommy Hawk and uh, and Victory Green, but then also the others. Just they bringing the North and South together. Just so cool. In, in previous years, they've had uh, it's in previous years. It's usually like Stinger plus like Brutus slash the Clippers or the Crew mascots, and then they'll they'll get like yeah. a mascot or two from like both Cincinnati and Cleveland to come. Maybe the Blue Jackets are getting sh- sick of. OSU's shit too. <laughs> so they're like, no, we don't even want we don't even want Brutus in here. We're not we're not gonna advertise you for free. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, and that, that adds so, another thing is for years the Blue Jackets have gone out of their way to support Ohio State, and they really don't get anything out of it. You know, the Blue Jackets have had Ohio State nights and had Ohio State hockey play there multiple times, but they can't return the favor and stuff. But you know, yeah. Yeah, I, I wish and like I, just, I wish it could be better. Like honestly, yeah. for both hockey programs, both, yeah, it would be huge. Um, so that night with the mascots was Kids Day, as I mentioned. That had the record for this season, if not possibly all time. But they were over capacity at one hundred and four percent. The worst team in the league had nineteen thousand and four players in an arena that only sits. 18500 that means with all they had a bunch of special guests um yeah. not only the mascots they had uh, a bunch of kids players there um from their like their little like mini jackets teams and stuff like that uh they had a, a, probably their parents were there standing in the back or something so was, people were probably standing at places but the worst team in the league 104 they, they had the record i think for that for this last week also from any nhl team they had the most people there for that um, hell yeah. Yep. Because listen, I've said Columbus is a hockey town. It is. It is. I've said this before on the show, but Columbus is just a great sports town that loves supporting its teams. The Blue Jackets, Ohio State, the crew, the Clippers, they love showing up and supporting their teams. And it's always been, it's always been like that. Dude, it's so great to see. Um, so great to see. Um, cause there was some other fun days there as well. Unfortunately, they had a loss, but there was the star Wars night, um, on the night of the wild. That looked pretty fun. They were, they gave away some beanies and shit. Look, looked pretty cool. Wish I could have gone. Um, and then they had the cannonball. uh, looked amazing. Amazing pictures. So many like good, great photos from that. I love seeing all those. Um, and, uh, saw some with Corby and Gabby too. That makes me sad. Uh, but it, what a what a great night! They uh, you know great for the community. Um, you know they had some young people there uh, who have the Blue Jackets have helped I think in the past um, yeah. with like stuff. The one I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know how to say it better. I always, I just can't think of what it's called right it's, now. But it's people who are going through uh, cancer treatment. Yeah, like I know one girl had brain cancer and stuff like that. The one who there sang the national anthem. Oh, that was the God. second time she sung too. Damn good. Damn. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm. The second time she sung this year uh, at the Blue Jackets games, and uh, one was on Kids Night. So great for her. Raising money, to see for it. raising money for charity. Great to see. Great to see. Um, so, and then just the uh, last thing I have here. So, before we sign off here, just a reminder if we already weren't a little heartbroken from the recent trades already. Mr. Oliver Bjorkstrand will be back in the building for his first game in at Nationwide against the Blue Jackets on Friday. Yeah. So, um, good luck to the Blue Jackets on Friday. Uh, although, you know, a little piece of me always roots for Oliver. Uh, that's mm-hmm. I've watched a few more cracking games than I would have normally this year because of him, for sure. Um <laughs> I think he's. I saw him win. Like they have like a hat thing too, like the Kepi. But there is like a a pirate hat with like oh, it looks yeah. like Davy Jones's hat because it's got like all like, the pirates of the Caribbean it. vibe. Very very much. <laughs> and he was wearing it, and it was someone posted Captain Bjork Sparrow. I was like, hell yeah, dude! Ah, oh, so feel so glad for him. Um, for sure. But anyway, uh, go ahead and do your sign off, Kev. I will do mine after. All right, as always, it's been a great time doing this podcast. Brew Jackets, go check it out. Brew Jackets on all social media platforms. Go do it, do the thing. Check out Brew Jackets. Just do it, do it. Just check out Brew Jackets. Always fun doing them with you, Hefty Duck. Hell yeah, brother. The greatest duck of all time. (laughs) Anyways, check out Union Blue Soldiers. It's a fun Blue Jackets-themed group. We do marches. Oh, remind them because there's one coming up this year yet. Like soon. Yes. Yes. I had that written down too. Yes. Remind them of the march when and where and how do I be part of it? Yes. Yes. So uh, follow Uni Blue Soldiers. Check us out. We're a fun Blue Jackets themed group. We do marches. It's a lot of fun. We've been featured on TV, radio, internet, 
newspaper and so much more. Uh, check out our next March. It is Friday, April 14th, 2023, 6 p.m. starting at our bar, ending at Nationwide Arena. We're marching on to Nationwide Arena to cheer on the Blue Jackets. It's a lot of fun. How do I sign up? Do I have to do something to be there? No, you just get, get your butt down there and show up. Just show up. Hell just yeah. show up. That's all I ask. I've seen video of it before. I like. I may really have to try to get there for that. Yes. Hey, um, Trouble Wubba Hub. They comment here. Uh, have a good night. Sorry to interrupt you, Kev. Uh, go Jackets. Hitting the head. Got to work a double in the AM. Back me. Hey, thanks for joining us tonight, uh, yes. Trouble Wub. And if anyone else out there, audio or otherwise, wants to join us and leave comments, we will talk about them on air. We appreciate the conversation. Um, this is recorded, but it's a live recording. Any, we don't edit anything we say. Nope. Ever. <laughs> so uh, one, it's a lot of work, but <laughs> two, I just, you know, I, it's that's, uh, that's how we do it. I think it's better that way. Get a real, you know, real thoughts. Anyways, um, but uh, yeah. And the last two marches we've done with the blue jackets, have been a lot of fun, been on TV, get about mm, hundred, 200 people that show up a lot of fun. And you're right, you have seen the videos of it. They're pretty cool. So everyone should just check it out. Come to our march Friday, April 14th, 2023 at 6 o'clock p.m. Our bar. We're marching on the nationwide arena to cheer on our beloved team in Union Blue, the Columbus Blue Jackets. And, and what can I get to drink before that? Because doesn't you know our bar serve beer? Yes, they do. Our our bar oh. does serve beer. And <laughs> check out Union Soldier, the new Blue Jackets themed beer for Union Blue Soldiers by Endeavor Brewing. You can get this for four bucks a can at our bar and many other bars in the Columbus slash Columbus area, different stores in the Columbus slash Columbus area. You can go to Endeavor Brewing, get it on tap, get it in a four pack or a case. I brought four cases of this back in October to my family and friends here in Illinois. They love it. You can love it too. <laughs> so try Union Soldier, the new Blue Jackets themed beer for Union Blue Soldiers by Endeavor Brewery. Check it out. Come to the march. Have a Union Blue beer. Yes. Join the Union Blue Soldiers for a march. Now, yes. I mentioned earlier in the show that the Brew Jackets have no affiliation with the Columbus. Yes. The, the Blue Jackets have no affiliation with the Brew Jackets. Yes. We don't, nor with myself. But the Union Blue Soldiers is affiliated. The, the march is affiliated with the Blue Jackets, I believe. Right. Yes. Like they help yes. out with it as well too. On our, our well, part. Of yeah. It. The story um, of the march is basically I've been doing these since October 2014, and they keep getting bigger and better. And then October, then the summer 2021, the Blue Jackets came to me and said, "Hey, we want to do the march with you. We'll promote all over our social media platforms. We'll tell people in the Columbus media about it, and you know, blah blah blah, and all this stuff." And the last two times, the Blue Jackets have worked with the Union Blue Soldiers to do uh, a march. And um, so, yeah, that is the connection that we are in some ways we are connected to Uni Blue Soldiers. I mean, Uni Blue Soldiers in some ways is connected to the Blue Jackets. Mm -hmm. Follow us on Twitter. Well, we have connections to them. They use footage from your march and, and some yeah. of their uh, things as well, too. They so. do. They do. So we do have connections to the Blue Jackets and we thank the Blue Jackets for all their help. And we enjoy working with you. And it's a lot of fun. So. Anyways, go check out the march, yeah. check out Union Blue Soldiers, and check out the Beer Union Soldier. Definitely. I'm looking, to looking forward to many more years of the marches as well. I'd love to be able to get to Absolutely. one soon. Um, so thanks for everybody for joining us on the audio or on the YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, wherever you're joining us from. Don't forget to leave a like, subscribe, or whatever the equivalent is, wherever you're listening from. Uh, we really appreciate it. It helps us out. Um, no what people like to hear uh you know, leave comments on twitter youtube uh facebook yeah but twitch i don't know if i'll get your comment because you know it's a replay i don't know whatever yeah. um but yeah uh thanks you all for joining us we really appreciate it um you know my name is lance you can find me on twitter at hefty duck um if you want some cool art let me know uh, i do logos and shit too uh, you can find Kevin on Twitter uh, at the Union Blue Sold uh, the UB Soldiers. Yes, right? I'm one of the many people who runs that account. Right. Um, 
and uh, find the Brew Jackets. We're at Brew Jackets Pod on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Brew Jackets Pod. So check it out. Uh, we really appreciate all the uh, all the people who help us out. Um, check out Hefty Duck's great art. It's so damn cool. Yeah, a like and a share. I I, I love it. I, it's it, it boggles my mind that like this tons of people are seeing it right now. You know, <laughs> it's just crazy to me. Uh, but really cool, really cool. So um, yeah, that's the show for tonight. We appreciate it. And we will see you here in a week. Um, this Saturday, we will not be doing an After Dark. Uh, as usual, we kind of dropped in a little bit, but we have also been very busy. But yeah. this Saturday, wait, no, that's next Saturday. Oh, wait, no, this Saturday, wait. Hold on. I might be doing a live stream on, yeah. on the THPN, the Hockey Podcast Network. Check them out on YouTube. Use code THPN on DraftKings. Use code THPN on DraftKings. Use code THPN on DraftKings. Do it. It helps us out so much, like yes. more than you might think, um, because it helps out our uh, our partner, THPN. It also helps out um, – did I say us already? I think I said us. Yes. helps us out. So, yeah, go do it because that's uh, – you know, if you're, if you're already betting, might as well use it. Uh, check it out. And we will see you next time.